We're episode 26, so. There you go, um, there you uh, go. Remember I was talking about Ben Kern coming on, but he came out Friday. Yeah, so he yeah. the PGA in 2018. He's one of the best, you know. So he uh, said he wanted help. He wanted a TPI assessment from my sister and me to help him with his game. So he starts hitting on TrackMan. Dude, so he led strokes gained approach at the 2018 PGA Championship for the week, made it through Sunday, and he was second total game driving. And uh, wow. his, he, I, I, I didn't want him to get any more confidence because I got to play against him, but I, like, I uh, <laughs> screenshot the pictures or the numbers because it, it, his six iron for, like, seven, eight shots was zero points on the zero points on the wow. half and face. And it was 200 yards average. And tour players air 5% proximity. So that's 30 feet, right? 200 yards. Yeah. He, his worst one was 25 feet. His average wow. was like 11. That's that, I mean, but that's why they're pros, though. I mean, that's well, what yeah. it is. That's he's a club. I mean, he's exactly like me. Never. That was his first tour event. We played right. against each other in junior golf. We're college golf. We played at Kansas State. Played ahead of Robert Streb, who's one on tour now. Yeah, Robert Streb won twice. But that just goes to show, like, the best players aren't necessarily – it's just so hard to get there. Like, yes. you know, like, I mean, right now, and at least we had Q School to where you could get to final stage, get a card like at art when we went. But now you can't even do that. It's like – it's got – it's so demoralizing. <laughs> like, how do you get there unless you're the top player coming out? Like, yeah. Morikawa, yeah. Matt Wolf, and Victor Hovland. Yeah, no, you're right. So, um, episode 26, um, JJ and I dodged the hurricane – um taylor while we were dodging a hurricane what were you all doing in um oklahoma y'all were probably just having great weather and playing golf right oh absolutely you know eating breakfast just normal day it's fine no i'm just well, kidding i was working this morning my, <laughs> all my students are acting like i'm an idiot like, Why? and i was like who knew like i moved every so i was like i would teach today but i moved everything like away I, moved from everything windows. Too. I brought half the shit home like and yeah, yeah. You guys are so a, lucky, so so are, very lucky that it really missed are. you. We really are. If so, I would have uh, left it there, though. We would have got destroyed, probably. <laughs> that like, that would have been underwater. <laughs> P- positive thoughts to um, those in Lake Charles and East Texas oh. and West Louisiana, because I know they hit the the brunt of the storm. So we definitely. What happened in uh, did Galveston get much? No, Galveston was east of it or west of it as well. So Galveston yeah. lucked out also. So we're, we, we definitely don't want to make light of it, but we are happy that here um, in Houston, we didn't have a repeat of Harvey or Ike or Amelda, like the number of storms that have came through over the last um, five to 10 years here in Houston. Similar to when I lived in Oklahoma, the yeah. tornadoes. Like, you yeah. know, we, we, we're, it's always something in this part of the country. So um, mm-hmm. episode 26, and I want to get right into it. And JJ, I think we started this conversation before we got started. And Taylor mentioned it in our group while we did a little pre-production. Phil winning his first event in the Champions Tour. So I got two questions. Two, does he ever go back to the PGA Tour? Because I think he could win every event on Champions Tour moving forward. Like Carlos oh, Carlos without a doubt. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so we want to get into it. I know, I know. Wait, I got two. We can go right into it. Does he ever go back to the beach? And two, how easy is the course set up on champion tour events where you can shoot 61, 66, 65? Explain uh, it to me. 
Well, I'm going to look it up right now because from what I remember, they play slightly shorter, but those guys still hit it out there, 300-plus, like a lot of them do. Uh, and I think, you know, maybe, you know, the rough isn't as thick, but it's not, it's not easy golf. It's probably comparable to our section events, so it's maybe a shot and a half, two shots easier around. But it's not playing, you know – Herman Park or something, you know. He I mean, he played it like Herman Park. I mean, Taylor, what do you think? I mean, sixty. I, I think. I Go mean, ahead. that's super. Imp- that's super impressive. I mean, regardless, going to shoot sixty-one is insane, and I think he is going to absolutely dominate. And yeah, I, I don't think he loses it. Kill a bit. it. <laughs> yes. No, I think he's going to kill it. But I, I also think he's, he's going to go putt. back down. Well, that's you think true. so? That's true. I, mean, I think he's going to go back down. Yeah, I don't. I think he'll be the Tiger Woods of the Champions Tour. I think he's that, going that to. That is true. What's this golf course called? I'm going to look up the course rating. Um, hold on. Let me look. While so Taylor, while what also while he's looking up course rating, I will look up the course. What do you think about him going back to the PGA Tour now? Is he more confident, or is it just he's going to go back and start missing cuts again? What do you think? I, I think um, actually on the senior tour, I think he's going to dominate. And I think also too, when he does go back down, it will just kind of, I mean, the money's better, honestly, like he has a better chance of winning so much more money just on, you know, the PGA tour, other than being on the senior tour, just because of the sponsorships and, you know, it's just there. But I think he's going to dominate on the senior tour. I think he eventually will go back um, and kind of, not humble himself, but just, I mean, he's won before. He can do it again, but he has the ability to now have both. Yeah, so he can do- why not? I kind of looked at this, and it's called Ozark National, um, JJ, Ozark National. Oh, it's not Big Cedar? Oh, that must be the lodge that they uh, stay Yeah, at. it's o- Ozark. It's, it was the um, Charles Schwab Series at, at Ozarks National in Ridgedale, Missouri. So to, to Taylor's point, I kind of, you remember when sometimes you have the kid whose parents fake their birth certificate to let them play Little League when they're really 16, <laughs> but they, they're, they're playing like with 12 year olds. That's how I feel with Phil playing in the And they're really Champions like tour. 16. Yeah. He should not be playing in the Champions Tour. I mean, I don't care if he's 50. Some of those guys on that tour are like 75 years old. Like, That's what is he true. doing? Okay, so here's uh, from the back tees. It's 73.9 uh, rating and 138 slope, and yardage is 7,036. Okay, oh, wow. so they played at 7,000 yards. I the tees around, but, I mean, these guys, like, Phil finished second at a World Golf Championship three, four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, these guys are good. That's why it's unfair for him to be playing – in the Champions Tour. Like, it's he unfair. Yeah, I mean, if he made putts like that in regular tour events, he'd probably be, you know, winning still. We've all played Westwood in Norman, right? Is that yes. the on Robinson I was trying to think yes. of? Yes. yes. That's yes. the whole time I've shot 29. Oh, thank you. What? So you, you playing Westwood is like <laughs> Phil playing in the Champions to, Tour. I played with a guy that texted me a few weeks ago. He shot 29. I was like, I shot 29. What was that course called? But it wasn't you didn't even remember where you shot twenty nine, huh? You don't even remember the name of the course you shot twenty nine. Well, at. it wasn't a real course. I mean, like it's, it a, it's a real course. <laughs> Ladies' golf, it is. I'm gonna hurt him. I'm gonna hurt him. 
Let's look up that. What do you mean, uh, ladies gone? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> if I can drive like some par fours in there, you can drive like, some. You can drive some par fives at Westwood. Like number one, like number one, you can drive the green. Like you really can. Like so, but but to that point, um, I I don't think they should allow Phil to play any more Champions Tour events. It's not fair. I mean, think about it. Jim Furyk, um, he plays on the Champions Tour. Phil is way longer. He's a much better player at this point. Um, for a while, Bernard Longer was the one winning all the tournaments. He's a sixty-year-old man. I mean, hey, come I on now. The confidence because actually it's longer than Herman Park. It's sixty-one hundred yards. If it's over six thousand, I can count. I shot twenty-nine before. So, do you think that they should possibly change the age to sixty, oh, or do you think? I mean, fifty-five. 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 Okay. 55, well, I'm curious. Yes. I'm curious it, because it is an amateur golf. Fifty-five. It should be so, fifty-five. Okay, because I, I, Phil just turned 50, I think, either yes. June or July. And, I mean, the rule states when you're 50. So, hey, maybe, he jumped on it. They make a prerequisite, like you got to have a hip replacement or a knee replacement. <laughs> no, a 50-year-old now is not the, the – the guys who were 50 in 1990, they were smoking cigarettes on the first tee. They were drinking, you know – Liquor on the 60. They didn't care. Breon like, old yeah. yeah, the, the guys <laughs> now that are 50 are better. He's finished like top 15 at the Masters. Yeah, but Bernard, that's what I'm saying. 50 now is different than it was in 1980. You have to update the age. It's got to be like 55 for the champion. You cannot have a rookie who's never played an event before come destroy the field. <laughs> That loses all credibility to your tour. Like top 10 all time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, if you had been in shape when he's 47, 48. It ruins all credibility to your tour to me. If you have a guy who he comes in. At the FedEx World Golf Championship. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't be able to go shoot 61. You uh, think he almost, Petrovic he, is a chump? <laughs> Petrovic's not a chump, but Phil beat him by five shots. Handling. He beat everyone by 11. We'll get into that. But <laughs> he beat him by five shots handily after never playing on the tour before. That's my only point. I mean, something's got to give there. I mean, you can't come as a rookie never playing before and almost break the all-time tournament record. He was one stroke away. If he would have shot 65 on um, Wednesday, he would have mm -hmm. broke the all-time record for the Champions Tour ever. Which is insane. Yeah, like, they got to do something there. I mean, you can't let a guy come in and just destroy all the rules. You can't. I, I, wonder, I wonder what the other players think. I wonder if – I mean, I, I would be too, but, I mean, well, he isn't pissed breaking pissed any rules. It's so like obviously, the section guy's pissed off Carlos came back, and I'm like, man, I suck. I got to get better. No, but I would be pissed older. off I mean, if they're older. Hey, I'm older. I mean, you are no, I'm a has-been for, like, many tour golfers. So, I got to play Carlos. I should be pissed. No. I should these, get better if I want to win something. These are guys the, in the twilight of their career just trying to enjoy some golf. They yeah, coming the in best there. retirement gig of anyone. Ever. The They're getting paid Ever. if they show up for last week. Exactly. Right. Exactly. The, time, the times have changed. They need to update the rules a little bit. I, I agree the age probably needs to change a little bit. 55. Because, <laughs> I mean, he kills it. He's still working out. You've seen yes. the Phil uh, calves. 
<laughs> so dropping I mean, bombs. Like, dro- exactly. Not- <laughs> yeah, he does. He does dropping not need to be straight playing. bombs. They might be board. bigger than Browns Cavs. No, nah, that's, that's not happening. Back. Now, now that's also, <laughs> now also, I don't think Dustin Johnson should be allowed on tour anymore either. Oh. <laughs> You tell that, me Justin Johnson's all of a sudden player of the year. Okay, he had a great performance, but okay. Justin Thomas has won three times and a World Golf Championship. Dustin Johnson is the number one player in the world now. Dustin Johnson is the number one player in the world now. He's won He's two of his last this week. won two of his last four starts. Finished second in the most recent major. I I I, I know Mark Howell won it. I mean, I think Dustin Johnson is up there for player of the year, and he's going to win the FedEx Cup. He's going to win uh, it after someone else. He, wins it. He led by ele- one, one by eleven strokes. Yeah, I That's think he's insane. On- him and Rory, when they're on their game, they're, they're unbeatable. Those two, yeah. Yeah. they're on their game. They're better than everyone else. I, like, I completely agree. Hashtag, hashtag body body armor athlete over there. Oh, they, these are body armor athletes over there. <laughs> Dustin Johnson is, yeah. No, I drink a body armor, so you can tell your people like <laughs> I you saw the three dollar bottle or. No, it was like four something. Hey, it's, it's well worth it. You yeah, will lead by eleven play. strokes and uh, win golf tournaments. Listen, so uh, to, to that point, <laughs> not a paid ad. Who who is the player of the year? We we need to determine this now, and I'll give you five people who have the potential to be player of the year. All right. Obviously, you've got Morikawa. I think you have John Rahm. I think you've got Dustin Johnson. I think you've got um um um. Dang, I just looked at his name. Justin Thomas. And then the other person I was thinking of was Bryson DeChambeau. Because he has won twice. He ran – he won before the COVID, and then he won shortly after. So I think you've got those five people as your potential player of the year. Who would you pick out of those five? Justin. Colin. Oh, so we got one Colin and one Justin. Close because it's a major. That kind of overpowers everything, but – Justin Thomas has been so solid with three and a world golf championship. He might have like two and a half to, I think, in the more Cal has two and a half because it's a major. Thomas has a world golf championship. It's not quite true. true. Okay, Taylor, why, why do you say Colin? I think, I think Colin just because he's, he's so young right now where he has that attitude of he just did win and he's, I think that he has the confidence enough to have that hold over him for a long time. I mean, he's still on such a high from it that he's going to be able to accomplish more. He's going to be grounded enough to go practice and actually try and win another one. He and could win this one. He's going to win the, one of these last two. He could win yeah. one of these last two. Yeah, I think he could. I think I, he could too. I mean, he's solid. I would pick Dustin Johnson, though, if it was me. Just, I mean, the guy he's shot. the only one that shoots in the 80s out of those guys. That, well, that, that's the kind of golf I play. So if he's shooting in the 80s, he's my kind of guy, you know. So if you're able to shoot two 80s back-to-back and then come the week after and win an event, win a guy, you didn't even have the lowest score of the week and you shot 60. Your boy Scheffler almost pulled one out for us shooting 59. Then he went 71-71. I forgot to text you. I was going to, and then I got busy in a lesson. And then DJ <laughs> was about to shoot like 49. So I was like, God, he's going to get no – like glory again, shoot 59 and someone has to one up you just like Jordan Spieth's done. His whole that was year. insane. That was, that insane. was insane. That was insane. 
You had a 59 and a 60 on the same day. You but Scheffler couldn't back it up. You lose by like 13 for the week. You lose by 13 That's for crazy. the week. Yes, that is crazy. So let's talk about my bets this week real quick before we go into a few other things. Um, the BMW Championship this week, so the playoffs are cut down to 70 players. All right? So I've got some matchups for you. Now, I've already put in my bets because today, for the, those of you all don't know, inside baseball, it's Thursday after the tournament has already started. So we had to put them in. But I do want to get y'all opinion. And I'll tell you what I did. So the first matchup was Tiger versus John Rahm for the week, since there's no cut this week. So Tiger versus Rahm, what do y'all think? Dude, we lost that Rory versus Tiger. Huh? Oh, I lost. We lost everyone but I one last week. I was like, I'm pretty sure we took the other person for yes, sure. Yes, we lost everyone. That's why I don't gamble because whatever I say, go opposite. So Taylor's probably right most of the time. Okay, Taylor, what do you think? Is it Tiger versus Rom this week? Of course, I want to say Tiger, but okay. I, I think John Rom. Okay, so I said Tiger this week. And right now, Rom is plus one. Tiger is even, but they're only through like three holes. So okay. right now, we're good. Okay, next one Justin Thomas versus Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. Okay, so we've got some different. I picked. You know how Dustin Johnson parties? Although he doesn't get hangovers, probably. So. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't party like that anymore. Come on, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Ever since he <laughs> took that sabbatical. <laughs> so right. I pick. I pick Justin Thomas, and right now Thomas is one under. Dustin Johnson is plus one. So okay. right now winning that one. Okay, Daniel Berger or Scheffler. Scheffler. I mean, that's my boy. So. Of course. I'm gonna go with Scheffler also. Oh, uh, he's probably okay. with Berger. Well, I went against y'all, and I went with Burger. <laughs> well, that's, that, you like him a lot. Burger is plus one right now. Scheffler is even. So I'm losing that one right now in the wash. Bryson versus Morikawa. Bryson. Morikawa. And I chose what? Bryson for this one. Why Morikawa? <laughs> Bryson just missed a cut. Morikawa is like the most consistent player on tour. I mean, didn't Bryson – I mean, from what I read, Bryson played well at the BMW um, the last two years that they played it. So, I know this is a different time of year. Though. Hey, you guys so. are probably right. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. It's just Mackle, his opinion. Um, Adam Scott versus Jason Day. Ooh. Jason, Jason Day. Day. Although, Adam Scott, I saw he's like a lot high. I haven't seen his name – all year, I feel like, but he's like uh, yeah. something on the FedEx Cup, and I'm like, where? I guess he's just consistently 10, 15th. I don't know. <laughs> and and I picked Adam Scott, so I picked of Adam course. Scott there. And then lastly, Shafle um, versus Brendan Todd. Shafle. Yep, all Shafle across the board. So, so I think we, <laughs> I think we've got a chance this week. This this week is the. Because there's only 70 players, and I think you've only probably got 15 guys who can win this event. Most of the other people are just playing to get pressure to get to the 30 for the next week. Yeah. So that, that's kind of how I look at it. Gambling perspective, I think you've only got like 15 guys who can actually win. So, <clears throat> so You and your gambling. Hey, I got, I got to do it. I mean, so yeah. I think – I think about we need, when you win, but what do you think you're overall like – Nobody ever talks about when they lose. Oh, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably like 55-45 this. I'm probably like 55-45. Can like you I probably, send it to us? 
Yeah, I can. I'm probably positive. I do. You know, I put stuff in spreadsheets, so I'm probably <laughs> positive, like five percent. So I'm probably five positive. Send that, like send that email over. Yeah, I yeah. definitely will. So a, a couple things I wanted to touch on before we got out of here. Tips for as we get into fall golf. Now in Oklahoma, you actually do get a fall. In Houston, it's gonna be hot until November. Um, <laughs> I, I like I like golfing in pants, preferably. Actually, that's my style. I like to do that. So. Any tips for folks as we get into the fall? It starts to get darker earlier. What are some ways that people can keep their game sharp over the fall as we get into the daylight savings times and all that good stuff? So either one of you can just start it. Yeah, I think, um, like, like you said, I live in Oklahoma, so it's a little bit different here. If you can get to the course, I would absolutely go and do it. I, of course, hate wearing pants because I'm just – that way I just don't want to I'd rather wear a skirt so if it gets cold I'm probably going to stay inside so that being said there is great opportunities where you can go and hit inside like you know you mentioned golf tech earlier you could go inside and go use a mat and go hit at a net just to kind of keep your body in motion over the fall into the winter and not lose that going in to you know January February um, so I would say you got to be pretty strategic and like plan out what you're going to do daily. If you're a high school golfer, play every day where I teach high school kids, uh, like pick one area of the game each day to focus on. So like 30 minutes, say I'm going to focus on putting. I'm going to have three drills, 10 minutes each for 30 minutes. I'm going to work on starting line and speed control. And then I'm going to warm up and play nine holes. Cause I think, Anytime to watch the forecast if you're in like Oklahoma, because mm -hmm. you got to take advantage of the days where you can get on the course and play. Yeah, and exactly. Like you said, and you can make swing changes if you, you know, it's a good time to make swing changes if you know you need to. And indoor places like Golf Performance Group, um, <laughs> they, have the tools to, uh, they have the tools to help you make changes. You're going to make changes faster indoors or not worried about it when you're hitting on a range. So. That means you need to expand to Oklahoma. So oh, we have that nice. opportunity. More coaches that understand that style. But I, I do I do have a question. So for the golfers that don't have the capability of going outside because the weather is so bad, do you think it's beneficial for them to hit on a mat or do you think it hurts their game because it's almost a perfect shot every time or I mean what is your thought? You still gauge on the mat. Like you know if it drop kicked into the ball, but there's well, also not if you're in high school, you kind of are just hitting to hit or unless you're actually hey, taking it seriously, trying to make it to college. Yeah. So I, you got to pay attention. I mean, if you have a launch monitor, it'll tell you a smash factor, like how, mm -hmm. unless you just have a ball data, like uh, SkyTrack doesn't tell you that, but um, yeah, I mean, mats don't, you have to get a good mat that doesn't like wear out your wrist. You can't get one of those cheap ones because they're thin and you hit mm -hmm. the concrete basically. Like right. Memorial Park, you're just wearing out your wrist. But uh, like at Ohio State, uh, I had to – he kind of hired me to put together a mental game training program for the wintertime. So it was snowing. So we – for an hour each day we had practice, we would go through one of the mental game aspects. Um, then we'd go to our indoor and hit into a net. Um, actually, those kids were crazy because they're from Ohio, most of them. They would take their shirt off and hit from the, the building on the range, we'd open the door, it was all snow and ice, and they'd take their shirt off, and it just approved to me that it wasn't cold. And I was like bundled up in like a fur jacket, what? really fur jacket, but like a North Face big coat thing. 
and they have there's I have pictures of it. Uh, I have it on Instagram, I think. It was like 13 degrees outside, but it was sunny. And we had little heaters, but it, I still had a thick North Face jacket on, like freezing. And they have their shirts off, hitting balls. I mean, they're they're they did not I mean, need to have their shirts. But if they came to Arizona, they'd probably melt and exactly you know, they wouldn't yeah. be able to hit balls in the summer. They're just exactly, built. yeah. So when you're talking about the indoor, there's always people who think, well, maybe maybe this is something that we could give people as well. What type of setup do you really need? How much space do you really need for an indoor? Like, you don't necessarily need a projector, right? You can hit into a net. You can use a laptop. You can, yeah. like, you get a tripod, tripod with a phone thing for, like, 15 bucks. Put it behind you. So you probably need 15 feet if you want to film yourself, like, hit a ball. Because you would need some room from the camera to the phone, which you'd really need, like, 10 feet. And then if you have a monitor tracking your ball, you need another 10 feet, so 20. But if you have the new iPhone, you can, you know. You can, yeah. Well, make sure the ceiling is high enough. Make sure there's no walls around that you're smashing, you know, windows and breaking lamps. Let's let's be smart about that. I would definitely do that. <laughs> I, anybody wants to contract me, I spent the last year trying to design the perfect indoor for my little pool house up there at Northgate. So nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've done a good job, I would say too. So, and, and and then I guess one thing that I think we may want to do moving forward, some of the terms that we use because we have a lot of amateurs who listen to the podcast as well, like mm -hmm. smash factor or um, like most people don't even really know what loft and angle is or like th things that we just talk about that we use just in general. I think it would right. be helpful to give people maybe take so, one a week and give people some information about well, it. Well, you know, I'll give a great tip So I'm making like new coaches. I come in instead of me teaching them track man, because I get all over the place. I make them a login at my trackman or trackmanuniversity.com and you can do a free certification and learn path space, what controls this, what controls that, smash factor. It gives you the definitions and also if you educate yourself on that, I think it's gonna help your game because you're gonna understand Agreed. what creates a slice and you, you know, you probably won't be good enough to find you're not, you know, you don't do it every day. So there's so many cause and effects of why you're over the top, but but you'll understand what's going on. You know, I'm swinging left and my face is open or I scoop it. So my nine iron goes 50 yards instead of 120. So. Yeah. No, yeah, no think, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. Those would be good things for us to get people. But other than that, before we get out of here, um, JJ and I are hurricane free. Um, you know, all of us are COVID free right now, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what can we leave the people with before we get out of here? Anybody? Well, I hope that everyone is staying healthy and hopefully getting out there and playing some golf if it is indoors or if it is outside. Um, but just have fun with it and kind of like, as Brian said, you're, we're learning new things with JJ saying smash factor. A lot of people are going to know that and just kind of maybe learning a new golf term a day or a week and just kind of going from there and trying to build up what you're doing with it and have fun. Definitely. We can do that uh, on our Instagram, say, too. Go to the dot make yourself a username and email. It's free. And start to look at the basics. They have, like, the basics on the front page, level one. And start to understand why you do what you do. Yeah. Nice, nice. And my tip is always drink as much as your liver can handle. I knew that. Um, <laughs> all talk. I don't think you even drink. It's like John oh, Daly. Okay. <laughs> 
know, John Daly looks like he drinks for sure. Well, I mean, he's drinking up for three lifetimes, so <laughs> he just actually. And I am going to write um, PGA Tour Commissioner today to get the age raised to 55 because there's no reason Phil should be playing on the Champions Tour at all. Yeah, they, no they need to get in line with, like, they need to have, what is a senior? Is it 50 or 55? Because you got amateurs here that are good yes. that try to get the U.S. Senior Open at 50, but then they can't play the U.S. Senior Amateur until 55. So 55, yep. So I think so, it needs to be 55. Rayon, do you think he'll go back down? Do you think he'll go back to uh, the tour? Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to play in the majors. But if I was him, I wouldn't play any regular tour events. I would go keep winning that 250000 every week on the uh, championship. What place tour. is that on the PGA Tour? 10th, 12th? Maybe 20th. And yeah. the endorsement deals are more on the PGA Tour, I'm assuming. No, I think he could change the endorsement game on champions. Oh, I'm sure he I could. Think, I mean, Tiger did. Yes, I think Phil will change the endorsement game. They'll, their purses will go up also on the Do you think game. Tiger's going to play the Champions Tour? No. Six years, five years. I don't think he plays ever an event on the mm-hmm. Champions Tour. Okay, we'll see. I don't think he ever plays. No reason. No reason to. So, that's a prediction we've got out there. Change every other level. So, You're right. if he wants to make an impression on that. Because Phil will change it, but Tiger, no one can do what Tiger does. Yeah. Well, that's been episode 26 of the Golf Performance Group podcast. We're out.